This is a classic double reverse werewolf situation, but with a dog. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Great Up Town Podcast, brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Whoa, I'm here. I'm actually here this time. <laughs> you are? Oh, my God. Barely. And sitting next to Jake, quite literally, we're all in the same room, is, I don't have a thing for you, Mark. It's Mark. Party in the house. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. Corey in Party the house. On. Party uh, on, Garth. Yeah. Oh, so, dude, this is going to be bad. This is going to be sloppy. Well, boys, what are we oh, doing Oh, it's going to be sloppy. What are we doing right here, right now? Oh, we're watching the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Well, we've done it. It's we're not doing done. it right yeah. now. It already as, happened. As we sit here in this office, we have just finished the all of the screening blocks of the Idaho yes. Horror Film Festival 2019. Just ended. Yeah. The screening block, there were 10 of them. There were 10 of them. Yeah. 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 Fucking fantastic time. Yes. We drank a bunch, too. Uh, yeah, uh, that's going to no. be very evident, Jack. No, no. We're continuing no. to drink. Uh, it's The well. listener can tell, trust me. <laughs> Believe. We're going to keep it very tight, very precise. Very, very tight. Yeah, exactly. Very professional. Yeah. If you're a new listener, uh, this is going to be a weird, weird one. Go back a few episodes. Just go find something else. Go find something else. This is this is advanced <laughs> listening. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be our recap of the festival. Um, we're going to have a few episodes coming out about the horror film festival as it happened this year. Uh, but this one's going to be just recapping the, the films we saw, all the shorts and feature length movies that we had going on. Right, boys? Yes. <laughs> Question Thanks, mark. mark. <laughs> I like that you threw it out there. I was able to respond with a single word answer and Jake just froze. Well, I was hoping no, to get a I chance. Was... I was just, look, I was looking for a chance to drink some beer, but you fucked me on that. I'm going to provide some professional notes to you. Okay. If you're if you want a chance to th- to to drink a beer, don't throw us with a yes or no question. <laughs> yeah, you need something that's not just that. Ask us something that's not leading. <laughs> okay. Well, I got nothing on that front. Okay. We'll yes. work on it. We'll work on it. We're going to do some character work later in the evening. Now look, oh, be- God. <laughs> before on this thing, we've run down like every movie we've seen. We're I don't not doing think that. That's not what we're doing this year, right? No, no, it sir. It takes too long. We've historically taken three hours to do that, which is not the most <laughs> listener-friendly format, I would say. All right, so Jake, talk us through what we are doing this year, then. Oh, we're going straight up. Like, if anyone's listening to The Omnibus, we actually give awards out. And if anyone listens to literally any episode we ever do, they we don't. rate every movie. With a perfect rating system. With the perfect rating system. We're going to go through that rating system. Yeah, the... five categories. And we're going to give yeah. each category that we usually use to rank one movie a winner of the <laughs> films we yes. saw yes. at this uh, horror film festival. And actually a cool thing, too, listener, if you're excited about these, if any of these like just make you want to see them, you can go and do that from what we've heard just in, like, probably the most recent screening blog I would it was this it was this evening I was like concerned about being able to provide accurate detail on where these can be found and it sounds like you can actually get to these relatively soon we'll try to provide a link yeah 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 and for sure but before we do any of that why don't we talk a little bit about what the Idaho Horror Film Festival is yeah let's do it yeah all right so I mean most importantly there's a fucking really cool horror film festival here in Boise yep. Yep. Run by women entirely. Yes. Really only only cool. one in the United States. As far as we're aware. Genre yeah. notwithstanding. Like, it is just the only women-run That's film really festival in the cool. U.S. They yeah. pulled everyone up on stage today, and it was actually kind of cool. It was like... Yeah, just like Every single person who 11 was women up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Run it. Yeah. They did a good job. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So, huge thanks to the Idaho Film Festival for having us out there. That was a ton of fun. For the third year. For the third year in a row. Yeah. What the hell? How how could they allow that, man? In any case, uh, really, really fun time. And the way that the festival is actually broken down, like we said, is into blocks. And these are like, what, hour to hour and a half long blocks where you'll, you'll either see like, I don't know, five to ten different short films or there were a couple of blocks that were feature length films. Yeah, with a couple that started that were shorts, but then they would lead into NBs, I would say, relatively thematic. To yeah. what would be shown as the feature. And, Jake, you weren't here for this last year, but they brought it back. The what the fuck block. <laughs> I was, well, okay, you, you you spun the yarn a little bit incorrectly. I okay. was here last year, but they didn't have what the fuck. That's it. And um, it was missed, so Backed they brought it back. by popular demand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they got a lot of feedback. They had it this year, and uh, man, did yeah, not I mean, disappoint. It was, a big, it was a big topic last year when we talked to uh, Taylor, who was with the Horror Film Festival, about it. They it, they knew that they needed to bring it back, and actually we ran across her tonight, and she was like, 
what the fuck is back and <laughs> yeah. we're all happy with it what'd yeah. you think it was great everyone loved it Yes. Never let that one go. It's the best. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. So how do we want to approach tackling this whole thing, boys? With our objectively perfect rating system. Well, okay. I'm not giving anything on one of their ten, dude. That's not happening. No. <laughs> no. So instead of doing we're gonna use the same categories, but we're gonna pick just what the best one for each of the categories was. Sounds hard. <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me, and I'm a little <laughs> concerned it doesn't make perfect sense to either of you, but we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> oh, poorly. I can already... Just spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, before we do that, though, do we want to get into it later or now? Who won the third annual Idaho Horror Film Festival Trailblazer Award for oh, women yeah, in let's, the film let's industry? Do, let's do a quick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Two wars! <laughs> two wars! <laughs> I'm not going to be the third guy to do that. <laughs> um, I mean, let's just fucking spoil it. It's already happened as this podcast is coming out. So, Chelsea Stardust won, very deservedly, the third annual Trailblazer Award for Women in Horror. She sure did. I'm going to play the audience surrogate here for a second. Hey, uh, who's Chelsea Stardust? You don't Stardust? have to go into character yet. It's fine. Oh, okay. Let me, <laughs> That's uh, Patreon content. Okay, so hold on. Let me just settle back in myself then. Yeah, be, hey, be uh, tell me who Chelsea Stardust is. So she is a director and uh, producer of horror movies, I think, at this point, is mostly what she's working on. She was talking to us about it, but... Uh, You'll hear that in separate podcasts. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we will have a full interview with her coming out pretty soon here, which was a ton of fun. She is rad as shit, but she is just an awesome horror director who she has a had like two feature films come out in the last year, and those are her only like features that she's directed so far. She's got a whole pile of stuff. She's got yeah. a, a bunch of shorts you can go watch. You can go watch Slate Review. You can go watch. There's one that I, I'm forgetting the name, but you can find it on our Vimeo page. That's the retake of the the lady who falls asleep and her dog it like licks her hand you've you've heard this you've you've, <laughs> you've heard, heard the urban story. legend yeah yeah she she does that she also as jack just said has two uh feature length films she did one of the she did the mother's day episode of into the dark series which is called uh all that we destroy you can yeah. find that on yep. hulu and you can also see Satanic Panic, which this was the final screening that they're doing before the actual like feature release of the movie. If which you want to buy this, days here. yeah. If you want to buy this on Blu-ray, it's coming out literally what four days from now. Yeah. You're pro- it's probably going to be available by the time you hear this. Or I VHS, assume. it's available. On you VHS can get it on too. VHS, you can yeah. get it on DVD. She was a big fan of getting it on physical media. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was a really solid interview. I enjoyed talking to her quite a bit. Yeah, so all around awesome, well deserved award just thought we should get out of the way right up front and yep. also when we do these awards we're not going to be talking about the feature length films no these are for shorts yeah which is really the star of the show here exactly. i mean I, there there are a couple like you said jack features that happen throughout the weekend yeah and the other feature was uh dan myrick uh feature yeah and of the blair witch project fame that's a doozy yeah. we'll, we'll get into that at some point i'm sure yeah um but really, the star of the show here are these screening blocks that have a number of shorts. Like, that is what shines through. That's what the festival is really all about. And we're going to dive into it. Some awards. They are numerous, okay. and they are sundry. Yeah. Sundry. So and we're not going to talk about all of them. But all of them, I mean, we had a ton of fun watching every single one of them. Well worth it. But we aren't going to be able to cover every single one that we saw. And that's not only because we can't read our notes for all of them. Uh, we're going to post We're gonna post some photos of our notes. They're <laughs> highly <laughs> legible, and I will not... I, I will not hear any objections. <laughs> I know exactly what I was trying to mean. Get All right, so let me let me uh, let me do a thing here. Try to figure out what our first category uh, for one for ten a bit and bit story is the first category to rate these movies. I landed did, it. I just, it was like now going, you're just back to reciting things. Well, it was like, like what's the letter after R? You have to sing the whole alphabet to figure it out. Totally. It, Are you one of those people that can recite the alphabet backwards? I already know the answers. No, I don't know. Why I asked. I can that do Z Y X W V U T, and then, and then I can't go beyond that. W V U T what? But yeah. <laughs> uh, you're an asshole. Story is the first category that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Here. All right, Mark. What was the best story from any short you saw? I think the best story was, uh, and I'm gonna. We're, here's the thing. Oh my god! Just say it. What? Which one? Here's the thing, listener. We're. It's it's hard to tell what most of the Damn stories, it. what what most of these shorts are actually called. Uh, so excuse me if I get a few words wrong. But what's the deal with Beecher's Gate? Was one of the first ones we saw. Yeah. Actually, it was it, it was a little bit longer. Now, is this one that I missed? Was this in the first block that I couldn't be there for? This was from yesterday. This was from Friday afternoon. Yeah, I'm pretty so this sure was the you block were... I missed. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I can't Did remember. Did you see the one with the cop in the barn? Nope. Cop in a barn. 
Cop in a barn. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically the story. There is a cop who is, he's sort of a rookie. They send him out to Beecher's Gate to babysit a barn, and there's some fucking... Babysit a barn? There's, there's some cultists. That barn needed some babysitting. Uh, and Actors? I thought... Really it, act up. Jesus, you want to keep talking? No, yes, no, 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 go ahead. Go I, ahead. No, he's just riffing. He's just riffing on barn humor. It was a dumb take. It's fine. I go. appreciate that. The, the reason I like the story here is that they reference something deeper than they have time to explain. So the movie itself is only 15 minutes long, but you ass- there is there is enough story here that it could fill out a larger time frame and they condense okay. it down aggressively. So so it leaves a lot to be sort of I don't want to say desired because that makes it sound like they're not delivering, but they, it leaves a lot here for you to ask. Uh and it delivers on it in a way that I thought was very satisfying. So yeah. boom. That's my answer. Very, very nice. Nailed it. Jack, you want to hit us with your story category? Yeah, Mark, I like your pick a lot. Um, I have a different pick. Shocking. <laughs> one we saw We've tonight. only seen 100 movies. <laughs> films. I'm sorry. Films. Um, I'm now, sorry. Get it I fucking right. I was thinking about this you. for story before I knew it was a Stephen King story oh, that it's based Jesus. on. That I like this one. I like this to one, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I picked I Am the Doorway. Sure. Yeah. For uh, for the horror short now this one this is a a story about a guy who is was an astronaut and then becomes the gateway for like extra dimensional beings. I, I, pick, pick, I, pick, I, I picked yeah. it too. Yeah, did you yeah. for story? Let's just te- fucking let's fantastic. So, yeah, then, so you chastise him for picking another movie when we've watched hundreds, and then you pick the exact no. Same I movie. mean, my chastising was happening before he said, "I'm the doorway." Oh, fine. And then afterwards, Mark told me it was a Stephen King joint. Yeah. It was it was in the credits. I for the record, it was I, like the last. Thing I relayed to you a piece of information that was listed on screen for I, any. He relayed human being to you a piece of information read. that I told him because I saw it and neither of you were looking. <laughs> well, I wasn't sitting next to you, now was I, Jake? Mm, it's probably for the best. <laughs> it actually was. It, uh, you really need a buffer between the two of you. <laughs> That's the service yeah. I'm willing to provide. Yeah, Tell enough, us more about enough. the story of the movie that you're talking about. Look, so this this is a guy who's kind of like his descent into madness. Everybody thinks he's going crazy. He's getting these like he keeps talking about the the he's doing it to show these things, right? And his hands are all bandaged up. And then I don't want to spoil too much about what goes on, but but uh, you can go read the Stephen King story that came out in 1979 if you yeah. want to hear. Well, but he's had a million stories, like, like bro- close to literally though. Broad yes. broad strokes. This is good because of the parts that are subtle. And when you see this, that will feel a little bit weird because it gets to a very not subtle place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the story itself is sci-fi and it is pretty deep and good 100 like that's all kind of all i needed i mean when you have a lot of these shorts there's only so much you can do and this one packed in a little bit more punch than most i like that i like the nasa thing too it's kind of a nice that it's a nice nice little touch yeah yeah no pretty pretty good all around uh which is going to take us into world building and immersion (laughs) I forgot the second part. Of that. Yeah, it's fine. okay, it's fine. Don't worry. Look, about we it. all we all saw it. We Don't all read Building Don't worry lines. about it, Mark. It's a normal thing. What was the best built world or the most immersive movie? Okay, so this might be a little bit of a cheat. Uh, if I'm going to choose one that it's one of the featured presentations of the of the film festival, that but is I'm a cheat. I'm we a already go- said we weren't doing features, so yeah, it's a cheat. Okay, well then I'm not going to choose this one. No, choose the feature and then choose another one. Though. You got to do it back. Okay, we'll come back to you for backup if you need time. Okay, I'm going to choose the tent as my number one. It's choice. Not even a feature length movie. No, that one totally counts. It was about. It, it's 15 minutes long. It was yeah, not, it's not a, a feature, but it was like a heavily presented, like, "Hey, come to the Art Horror Film Fest, watch the world premiere of the it's tent." Not a feature it's, length. Film, it was, but it was world, a featured. It was movie. a world premiere. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Jack said it correctly. It was not a feature-length film, but it was a featured film. Jesus. It's yeah. a hard distinction to make. Uh, this is a, look, this is a relatively prolific filmmaking duo. They were here. They were premiering this for the world. This is about a trail runner who runs by, and I fucking love this concept. She's out there. She's alone. She's running by a bunch of things on her trail, and it just happens to be the same tent over and over and over and over God, and over cool again. idea. <laughs> and what's inside that tent? Well, you're going to have to figure it out because I'm sure you're going to have to find it on, I don't know, Daily Motion, one of those websites. Uh, but, yeah, the tent. <laughs> Daily Motion. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, or Vimeo? That's usually where they are. They don't use YouTube that much anymore. Yeah. No, Mark, uh, that's, really that's, that's, that's a good spot. pick. I, I like that one a lot. I picked a movie that I... 
I think saw. it might come up a little bit. Yeah, that I saw. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's picking Saw. <laughs> I think he saw. Yeah, it was the most immersive movie. No, I picked uh, a little short film called Oscar's Bell. Ah, uh, that was my runner-up. If you were if you were gonna like press me and I Fucking wasn't allowed idiot. to check the tent. <laughs> I was gonna pick Oscar's Bell. Yeah, I fucking hate both of you, man. So this was this an Irish horror movie, British no. of some variety. I wasn't okay. Here's it the thing: it was vague. It was it was yeah. very vague. The only thing I know is that when the dude started his car, he was standing on the right side of the. I car. I thought it might have been from uh, the Southern Hemisphere. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That was Australia, New Zealand. That's not indicative of. Oh my god! No one. There, were, there are so many no other countries. There are so many very, other very countries little. in there the southern no hemisphere. Dialogue. There was dialogue at the start. Was there? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? His ex-wife was calling him about not putting their son in danger. Damn, I tuned that out. This is this is about a guy who takes his son. So camping. immersive. <laughs> so immersive. I barely paid attention. <laughs> Look, so the movie's about a guy who takes his son camping. Yeah, and he's out there like camping in a in a prairie like along the tree line. Kind of, and his dog sees something in the trees, yep. and then runs off. Shit happens, yeah. yeah. And we don't want to spoil it beyond that, but whole—I mean, look—we're all suckers for people getting fucked within the woods, and this, this is, is kind of like hard. peak people getting fucked within the woods. Yeah, and it was a relatively novel take on that. Really, really a cool. Stephen King story too. Probably, I think it was actually. Probably. If if not, it was inspired by a Stephen Jesus, King story. Man, yeah. the ripples are deep. So the funny thing was, I was going to go with the tent, and then I had to go with the backup. This is like it's starting to feel like. Hey, do you want to go first next round? It's starting to feel like no, I don't. Well, let's just keep it going. <laughs> it's starting to feel like uh, the horror release roundup, where it's like we have to start picking different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to go with tent. Mark did it, and I was going to go with Oscar's Bell, and then you did it. And now I quite, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't have a third. I don't. I don't go that deep. You didn't go that deep. No. Yeah. But fair enough. Those are both really good picks. I uh, either of those were the most immersive collectively. For sure. How's that For sound? Sure. Which gonna us into the scariest one. And I feel like this year more than most, there are some contenders in here. There are some ones that freaked me the fuck out. Really? Yeah. I'm very interested in that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you should go first then. Well, look. I mean, I was gonna start with kind of one we've already talked about here right the stephen king one that we talked about just a little bit ago sure that one was really i am the doorway fucking thank you uh gateway? Really, gateway doorway doorway uh, really it. fucking freaky kind of in the effects more than anything right the effects on his hands and and chest were all really really fucking good but that's not what i ended up picking i ended up picking a little short film from the what the fuck block uh entitled helminth as the absolute scariest movie that I saw. Interesting. Remind me what this was, because I 100% remember it, but I do <laughs> want you to tell what our listeners what so it was. So, Helminth was the one that was a nude woman about to get into the shower, mm. and mm-hmm. then she gets oh into the shower God. and starts to clean her nipple and finds a hair on it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no. I, and then starts to pick at that hair and finds, like, a seam. I already remembered what this was, but now you're this gnar- reminding this me. Gnarly. And look, we're going to spoil it, because this one is not story-based. No. She you opens up the seam it. around her areola, and a bunch of fucking black worms are in there, and it's really well done. It's super distressing. And holy shit, it was really disturbing. Yeah, if, if anything body-related gets to you, this one is going to this knock your pants off. fucked me up. Yeah, it's, My it's God. hard to watch. Yeah. I'll never yeah. sleep again. For sure. All right, Jake. You know, you're going to go. What? You want to you want to go second? Of course I don't. OK, Mark, what did you I like pick? the third spot, man? Jesus okay. Christ, you're goddamn useless. <laughs> uh, look, it's, it's interesting to talk about these movies because shorts are fun. They're punchy, but I don't know if they're particularly scary. Honestly, the one that I probably would have circled as the scariest was Oscar's Bell, which we already talked about at length. And that's fine. I'm going to throw one other out there, though, because it resonates with my childhood. There was a movie called Toe that was out there yesterday. There was an animated feature based around the Toe short story from uh, the the Scary, scary Stories, stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay, I, I didn't think I saw. I don't think I saw this one. The, no, you you were not here for this one. You were off having a lovely dinner with your wife, and uh, it was an excused absence. But this was they they did a claymation. Not a fruition. Thank you. They they did this in a claymation style animation thing. Really just phenomenal, good imagery. The don't pick toes out of the ground is is the moral of the story here. If you find a toe, don't we've pick it because you've known this for twenty years, man. I mean, this it, kid doesn't learn. We've known it for way more than twenty years. Don't pick toes out of the ground. That seems like common knowledge. That's human point. nature. Yeah, that's, that's just human that's, nature. That's, right that's just normal humans being humans. Uh, yeah, yeah don't, you know. teenage suicide. Don't do it. You get it. You know. I do. I get it. Yeah. All right, Jake. What's I want to do a slightly different take because I I like both of what 
you said Oscar's Bell is right up there. I mean, that was very immersive. It, it was, was a creepy fucking. It was show, immersive man. in the God. sense that it was like a very. I don't good like example. it when things eyes glow. Yeah. No, that there was there was and good the, shots. there were eyes glows a plenty and and once glows. the like turn happens in that one the dread you see when he looks back yeah oh my god one one that I want to give a quick shout out to though because I thought it was a really good film and this was scary in a different right in the sense that it just made me not feel good and that's another thing that horror can do right okay if it hits hard this one hit hard in its own way it's called Piggy and that's a translation okay. uh, it's a Basque film. This this screen before the Satanic Panic screening that we saw from Chelsea Stardust. This movie made both Mark and I, we were commenting to each other while we watched it, feel like very not good. Um, it dealt heavily in bullying. There was some body shaming. And it's a through and through heavy one. Uh, but, I mean... That mixed with the way it ends up, no spoilers. It's a, it's a, that one, it just hits hard. You know what I mean? Like things can be scary in the sense that they hit you hard, and that one is a hard hitter. And I think that that deserves its trip too. That was the Basque film, right? I think you said that. I said that like four seconds ago. Well, I wanted to reiterate (laughs) it. We're deep right now. (laughs) It's 1 a.m. Don't, don't fucking bug me. All right. So, Mark, what was your pick for the movie with the best effects? Okay. There's a lot, a lot <laughs> of, about to happen. Here. A lot of choices oh that we can God. make. Um, there's a WTF block. We already talked about it. We a little. There are actually two movies I'm choosing Take for this. Deep. Yeah, going deep into the WTF block. I don't know what. Frankly, I don't know what either of them were called because they I'll both featured one particular character who was practical effects based named Gwilliam. Yeah, well, and one, the two films were called Gwilliam and Gwilliam Two. Okay, there you go. There you go. And <laughs> Um. Whoa! What a miraculous champion! Miracu- of, okay, miraculous. Is a weird. That's a practical little imp. It's a practical effects little. Oh, imp. he's impish. He's yeah. delightful. He is being judged as impish. Uh, <laughs> weird. This whole thing's a weird take, dude. Awesome. Fucking. I love. Blew it. me away. I loved every moment of it. Can it was. It was campy in exactly the right amount of camp. <laughs> Look, I go never ahead. knew I wanted semen rubbed in my beard before. There you go. I was going to say, go ahead and spoil <laughs> this one. We, yeah. Uh, go ahead and spoil this one. When, it, when it's midnight, they're going to show an imp sucking a guy off and rubbing his own semen in his beard. <laughs> okay. And that's, <laughs> that's why I chose it for best effects. Well, also, this one was really well done in like the context of the festival itself because we saw William. We were like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, that was weird. That that does belong in the WTF block. Right. And then okay, later on, cool. Like we're gone now. We're safe. Later. Yeah, we've done it. Nope, William shows back. William's up. back. So <laughs> doing a call probably, show. This is probably the only time we're going to be able to talk about this. I thought it was interesting. I, we all liked both of these very much. Um, I blew my fucking mind. I liked the second more, I thought. But the interesting thing here is that I've been thinking about it a little more because Mark and I, we were talking to Taylor with the Horror Film Festival earlier. And yeah. Both, like, they were both very much on the on the side of, like, the William itself being better. Gwilliam. And I thought that I liked the second one more. But I think the really important thing here is when you are able to screen both of those, like, within a block like this, the way that the Idaho it's critical. Film Festival is set yeah. up. Yeah. The fact that it comes back... And that the first one won you over so hard. Be- it's it's weird to give you the synopsis of that and be like, how the hell did you like that? What is wrong but with you? But it was you? so good. But it's so, like, <laughs> it's charming but, in the most weird of ways. But okay? seriously, though, if my parents were to see this movie and then know that I praised it, they would probably disown me. <laughs> it is hilarious. Anyway, the fact that William 2 comes up or whatever it was, and it's like a hotline thing, a sex hotline, it was just so funny. It's oh, like yeah. you cannot help but cheer inside or externally like I think we or actually both. did. Yeah. yeah. Internally, externally, whatever, man. It's all fine. I, I just think that's an interesting thing because the first one probably was, as I think about it, more better but the way that they more were better. structured within the curation of the festival, shout out IHFF, really good because the second one hit you a lot harder because you saw the first one. So yeah, nice. yeah, absolutely. And we did move away a little bit from, I think, what made Mark pick it in the first place, which was the oh, practical effects of Gwilliam. Jack, are you trying to keep things on the rails? Also- that's a mistake. <laughs> it's not going to work. Okay. It's just it's fighting the tides. Yeah. Yeah. Tilting at windmills. <laughs> I picked fucking windmills, killed my whole family, man. I don't like to joke about it. <laughs> I picked We Got a Monkey's Paw. Guys, oh, I yeah. One of the last ones. One of the last ones. Tonight. Tonight. 
This one I picked. Yeah. Yeah, Recency bias. Maybe, but <laughs> look, this one had, this, this is about a, uh, they're not a couple, right? They're just friends who live together. I think they're, they're a couple. He's, you're my, he, she says you're my best friend a bunch uh, of times. I think they're a couple. Okay. Hey, you're um, supposed to marry your best friend. No, I agree. I agree. And I think a lot of us did, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. I don't know. I'm dropping, I'm dropping a bomb. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. We're going to have some emotional conversations. A lot of us did. Okay. In any case, this is about a couple, a man and a woman who live in a house, and the dude is always, like, annoying the the his uh, roommate with shit he's bought of a supernatural variety, right? Haunted dolls, a mirror that shows a dead woman in the background, yep. all sorts of shit, and she's always pissed off until he brings home a monkey's paw, and she gets real stoked on that, and they get really fucked up wishing on this monkey's paw. If there was an acting category, which we probably should have had, we could still it's have It's a perfect these. rating system. This, uh, well, yeah, okay. Acting category, I'm adding it now. This one wins. The the, the so? chemist yes the chemistry between the two people who are the actor and actress for this one phenomenal especially acting against themselves eventually later on this is probably a yeah. stupid thing but I also kind of like it when you have someone who like she was Australian he was American like something yep. about that interplay I don't know why but yeah. the difference in accent is it's charming yeah. yeah it's charming I like yeah. it and and the reason I picked this one as best effects was because. First off, I mean, the monkey's paw itself is a really cool prop. They did a really good job with that. But this happens to be like they were doing so many different wishes that it goes through so many different kinds of effects, right? Just like nonsense blood gore effects, like weird supernatural effects. There's so much that they're doing with each wish that I thought they just covered a really broad range in a short time. And that's what I picked for effects. Yes, I 100% agree. Loved that movie. Thought it was hilarious. Fantastic. Executed to perfection. Absolutely. Yeah. Jake, what'd you pick? I went with the toe. Um, yep. The, good the move. Toe, the toe was good in the sense that this is, it's animated. I think Mark covered off on that one. But the thing in particular that this one hit hard with was the main character's eyes were a focal point. And okay. they were distressing, dude. Ooh. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I cannot do it. I so, literally cannot, but it was wild. To take a stab at it, the, there it's claymation, right? We've all seen claymation stuff before, but they really leaned heavily into blinking. And, and the way so they blinked was realistic. they added like three or four layers of clay every time Ugh. they blinked. So his eyes like grew when he blinked. Well, and it they was... were so much more realistic than the rest of his body too, in yeah, a weird it was, way. It was there were proportions. It was ghastly. I I can't describe it, but it was distressing to look at, and it was what the movie, the film, fuck, really honed in on. And I, yeah, the eyes alone. You can Jack. call it a flick if you want. The flick, the flick. <laughs> that flick was all about the eyes. Yeah, Loved I that one. It it had me. That wow. was great. It was okay. great. It was I'm great. Sad I missed that one. Off. Check it out. Yeah, like a, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Black eyes. Black eyes. <laughs> like a doll's eyes. Now, Jake, eyes. do it Irish. Then they roll over the block. Now, do it like Tracy Chapman. They do it like an Irish. Roll over the block. <laughs> yes. That's know. my favorite thing. Now, now, do it like Mid-Atlantic. And then roll over the block. Transatlantic. He just did a Southie accent there. <laughs> that wasn't Southie. Uh, Wait, but, but, but do it like a Transatlantic. Transatlantic. I don't think I can do Southie. I, I'm not good enough at Southie to do those particular words. Mm. I'm like apples? Out. How about them apples? <laughs> Go pack it down the cap. Pack- okay, we're done. Dude. I'm All done. right, I'm done. That's gonna take us into overall. What is the gem of the fest? Mark your favorite short film that you saw. Whoa. Short film. We're not choosing features. short film. Let's talk. I want to talk about. The- we're gonna talk about the features here in a, a second. You're picking a fucking short film here, guy. <laughs> yes. Fuck. We've got Jake a Southie guy. It's not. It's terrible. Southie. Remember that character for a little later. Okay, so given that I can't talk about Skyman yet, because I feel like that's where we're going to go here in a moment. Oh, yeah. Skyman. Skyman. There is one that is going to flavor our personal communication and inside jokes for years to come. Years. It was short, but it was fucking perfect. The obliteration of the chickens. That's your story (laughs) of the show. So let's stop, Mark. What was this short? I don't know how to describe <laughs> I don't it. Know how this wins your thing of the show? There was a lot of narration. It was in so it. good. It was so uh, so, so good. It, had, have... it was like the narrator from SpongeBob, Jesus. right? And then these things do this. It was the narrator so from SpongeBob. Here perfect, is, here perfect is, impression. There's there's actually a really important thing about this. This was a this film was all stock 
it, everything was stock. They made a film okay. based on. I don't even know that's stock. true. They had a close up shot of a chicken's eyeball. I don't think that's. I'm, I don't no, think that's. I, no, that was. That's, have that you was. Stock websites? That was the whole thing, was they made a short film based on. It was all stock. It was it, it was basically Unchan Andalou, but crazier and with more narration and with more narration and less mirror people it was a it was a nihilistic look on life based on chickens being obliterated (laughs) (laughs) but what i'm telling you is as far as look all of i love all these films i love this thing every year this is the one that's going to stick with us the longest. We're going to be referencing the obliteration of the chickens the funny for thing fucking is I can't ever. Think of a single quote from that, other than like <laughs> the obliteration the of the chickens. Were obliterated. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it doesn't make any sense. It was it was the fucking best. What what is your bad take about all? I of don't this? have any bad takes. <laughs> all my takes are good. Fuck so, BYU. True, my true to myself in my heart. My favorite short film that we saw was Oscar's Bell. We've talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a back I don't want to... There's, 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 I, can't, I can't double jeopardize yeah, it. Yeah, I already I, picked that one. It's fantastic. Um, there's a movie I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet uh, because of how fantastic it was. Uh-oh. It's a movie that Jake described and that I relayed to my wife as very wholesome bestiality. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Bitten. a movie called Bitten. Bitten. This is a classic double reverse werewolf situation, but with a dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, one of those. One of classic those, double reverse. One of those chestnuts. This one yeah. was great. This has to be. Yeah, I'm glad where it's finally getting mentioned. So this this is going to be my pick for top one of okay. the film. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's say the a little bit more about it. The most wholesome bestiality you will ever see. Can we say a little bit more about it? Because I don't think that it, there's spoilers matter here. Right. It's all so about seeing is, it. This is a woman who's just like living alone. She's got a dog, but her dog comes in a little bit wounded. She's like, oh, you she's also fight? she's starved for cock too. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Oh, for sure. Wow. Okay. I was gonna say she's out to get it but you can do that too <laughs> She's and her dog comes home wounded with a bite and she like dresses the wound and by the way what sells this movie the dog acting is so on point it is hold on hold on hold on charts. yes i 100 agree the iggy dog pup dude the dog's name was iggy pup love it great dog acting yeah. the actor who plays the dog does a great also job being a dog does a great job being That's a also dog. dog acting he's doing a great job acting like a dog yeah look yeah. this dog cool. got so, bit and the yeah. dog turns into a guy instead. yeah when the when the full moon comes out this dog turns into a human it's great <laughs> it's fan-fucking-tastic seek it out oh, it's not gonna be hard substantial fun. amount of streaking going on there yeah, so there's much. a this lot movie's of mostly streaking this and this one was on at like 7 p.m there was a lot of dong for pre 10 p.m yeah well, so here's the thing though actually miners were there not a lot of dong there less dong than you think there was there's a lot of full frontal but not much dong yeah that makes sense. yeah in a way they were it was it was tasteful full frontal. totally I, there was i saw a lot of swanging dong when he's like running around, you see something swaying in there. Well, I mean, he's naked, but yes. it's like he's just a naked guy, though. It doesn't take it in a weird way. It's not they don't sexualize the dog. Naked person until running. the sex scene. In, yeah, until there's sex later. Don't <laughs> until worry about there's that. Until he's a plowing his owner. Until they show full penetration. They don't show full penetration <laughs> at all. It's all very humorous but and wholesome. It is a wholesome movie, and it was delightful. Really, really had me happy. Yeah, a lot of milk bones. Yeah, yeah, you know. Actually, that's not a joke. There were a lot of milk bones. I wasn't usually, you know what I mean. Usually, what Jake says sounds like a euphemism. In this case, it was not a euphemism. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe it was, <laughs> but he was. It to be a he was also accidentally yeah. correct. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know. Which happens an upsetting amount of times. <laughs> hey, Jake, what's up, dude? What is your? Uh, I'm not trying away from it. I don't care how much we talk about it. Oscar's Bell was fucking awesome. Okay, that was my favorite one. Yeah, it's, it, it was. was the, so it was the best short that I saw. Good. It yeah. hit me. The exact right way. I loved it. The ones that you guys mentioned were right there too. I'm I'm really glad that we got to talk about uh, the one that you just mentioned, though, Jack. Yeah, buddy. No, it was just an upward inflection. It's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna hop in here. Well, thank you, Mark. Because I don't know what that was. No, you just cut the part where you say yeah, buddy. Okay. I said you just weren't listening to me. It's fine. Uh, no, I was. You like that you, tr- you, did you, a you just, I'm happy you mentioned the one that you just did, Jack. Do you not get how this works? <laughs> Conversation? Yes. You guys are way, yes. You're way yeah. too dependent on my inflection and not the words that I'm saying, which is destroying. Why did you even end it with Jack? No, <laughs> see again, you're you're relay you're relying solely on the inflection and not what I'm no, actually I'm, saying. No, no, no. In that case, I'm relying almost explicitly on just the words you said. No, I, 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 <laughs> Holy he shit! Already, he, dude, I forgot the name of the dog one. 
You mentioned it. Oscar's bitten, Bell. Bitten, 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 bitten. 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 But I, I didn't remember it, so I said I said the one you just mentioned, Jack. But the way I inflected Jack made you both confused because you. you don't understand basic things. I got you. I'm going to interrupt here. I have one more that I want to talk about before we move on. Which well, is, Mark, you've, you've created another couple categories we could talk about here, too. But, but, but before, yes. before okay. we go too far, uh, the Pikmin model was yes. quite lovely. Quite yes. lovely. They, they basically did if Bob Ross and Cthulhu had a baby. <laughs> It really Which, took a turn. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, almost exactly what I just described. It's a painting show about a guy trying to give you tips for painting, but it's for nightmarish creatures from the underworld and well, how to summon them. He specifically references Lovecraftian monsters. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, it's it's called the Pikmin model. They're yeah, aware right. of what they're doing. Right. It, is a, it is a Cthulhu slash Lovecraft right. inspired thing. And this is Lovecraft Pikmin, not GameCube Pikmin. Oh my God! Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> not, not Captain Oliver. Oh, that took me a minute. It's not yeah. P I K M I N. Yes, right. you are correct. Right. Jesus Christ. Okay, exactly. man. <laughs> and notably, this comes to us from a director who had a couple shorts last year that you and I saw. Jack, we both really liked. He has a more of a humorous tinge yeah. to what he does. Yeah, and it's hilarious. It's, it's you can go and probably seek out like several that he does, and if you like one, you're going to like the bulk. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen all of them, but they're they're quite funny yeah i'd also just like to note at this point that there was a movie called z goat and my only note about it is mark called us during this one mark tried to put his phone away from taking notes and literally called both of us on the like hangouts call i was in a bad way <laughs> um i apologize to everyone who was in attendance because i was it was a shit show i apologize like, i showed you my phone with you calling on it and you were like no, doesn't seem right. <laughs> no, you somehow I don't think so. My phone was in my pocket. There was no possible way. <laughs> Listener, the loudest hiccup I've ever heard <laughs> echoed, thundered through, <laughs> thundered through the theater. Yeah, but we're getting dangerously close to Patreon content. So let's go to Mark's other categories uh, here. Uh, best? What are they? Villain. Ooh, best villain. Best villain. I've got my pick for best villain. Pretty locked down. Okay, well, I'm gonna go first, so oh. cool it. Oh my Fucking God. cool your jets. Give me some eyes. Yeah, you're killing me, Petey. So if we're gonna talk about actual just like villain construction, the first one I'm gonna say is video store commercial. Love it. Wherein there was a demon made out of VHS tape. He was awesome. Uh, ex- yeah. Excuse me. That's fucking phenomenal. This must be one I missed. I'm happy this. Yeah, you did. There's a trend. Um. <laughs> I'm happy what? this one is actually getting its 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 due mention because this was a fun short for sure. It, yeah, was nice. It, it was. I mean, it's there's a lot of comedy built into the shorts. This one was specifically a an ad spot for a sort of like a blockbuster style. Oh, it's a home. It's a mom and pop. Dude. It's a mom and pop shop where to get your VHS tapes. And they got the beads going into the the back room. There was they, no. There were no beads. They knocked something over. There, there. Yeah, there was decidedly no porn in this, which is a weird take. Weird take. <laughs> uh, Jake's saying take a lot. Bad these days, listeners. It's like a week long thing. It's fine. Drink every time you hear Jake here say take. It's not gonna happen. It's probably happened a lot it's, already. Yeah, but you can't retroactively do that. Uh, listener, take six shots. They, they. <laughs> oh my god, that's a bad. Oh take. my god, why do you even ask me things? They, they knock over. They, they knock over a stand. Step on a tape. There is a tape monster that is released. Tape monster is great. The actual answer, aside from, from, from narrative perspective, not counting practical effects. Oh my god, yeah. The, the best one is Zach Ward, uh, from the movie Good Girl. Okay. This was a bit of a downer which is the thing that like happens when you do horror right this isn't an ex- this isn't a fun movie right. this, this is a movie it's not a bad thing its, to be a downer its, right? at its yeah, core no. about sexual slavery which is probably why i'm <sighs> choosing it as yeah. a yeah. a villain um zach ward pops in you've seen him from freddy versus jason he's been in a bunch of other movies as well and he's this like well-to-do Gentleman, gentleman, air, who heavy air quotes? Who has Handsome some kind of suit? Yeah, right. and you know he's sinister. He is sinister. Look, like, the movie opens with a pretty romantic sex scene. There's not even sex. But then it becomes, like I said, then it becomes very sinister and upsetting. And it's a he's a good villain. But that's what I'm saying. He's the, this dude is straight up fucking evil. He's a fantastic villain. The, uh, the, it, it's a short about Stockholm syndrome, and it is distressing. Yeah, yeah, really yep. bad. Yep. Yeah. 
yep, yep, yep. So that's where I'm going. I went a wildly different direction. Good call. Are you going to go back to Oscar's Bell? Is no. It the bell? Is no. It the bell? It, that... Yes, it's the Bell. It, yeah, yep. okay. Uh, Makes I picked, sense. I picked a little movie called The Procedure 2. Okay. Which is a very We haven't movie. seen Procedure 1. We don't know what the characters are. We don't know if it exists. You picked the butt? Yes. Really? Look, are we going to spoil, spoil what happens? Uh, sure. It's a two-minute-long movie of film. This is, I've been, the, the, the it's turn a dude, is really my favorite part of it. It's a dude who gets kidnapped, and then okay. he gets farted in his face. This, this is a guy who like wakes up on a gurney with like his eyes and mouth strapped open. He's strapped down. He can't move. Then he's lifted up. A hole in the wall opens, and a butt comes out. His face is put right up in front of it, and then there's just a fart. And then he's let go into the world. This is the most sinister corporation that's ever existed. I cannot believe you. Think about that. Think about living your life knowing I was kidnapped, strapped down, like taken to a place I didn't know where it was. Somebody farted into my mouth, and then they just let me go. I would, and I have to live the rest of my so life. Is it I would knowledge. fucking love to see that, like twenty twenty. Oh my god, the, the sixty minutes documentary. <laughs> what is on, that guy? I was life farted like? on. So it's not the butt; it's the corporation. Yeah, exactly. It's, the it's always it's the butt. Jake, yeah, Jake, Jake. There's Jake, always Jake. a lighthouse, Mark. There are people too. Always Jake. the corporation. There are the people too. Yeah. Big butt. You know, that's that's who's <laughs> keeping us down. Yep. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. I was waiting. He had to force. <laughs> Fuck, you know, there's there. no like, there's no musical cue we have to reference to get to later. <laughs> Fucking forcing it, dude. Can you just throw in? I I think it has to be like the the Law and Order, like dun dun, <laughs> bum 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 bum. What like, does that have to do with your reference to Sir Mix? But, uh, <laughs> make, make it work. <laughs> make it work, Jack. <laughs> Make it work, dude. Now we're on a Tim Gunn thing. Jake, what is your pick for best villain? Designers. Uh, one of the last ones we saw and that Mark just referenced, actually. It's... Mark is losing I'm, yeah, I'm his letting, mind. I'm letting He's him... holding the mic away from his face. He's beat red. His head's against the wall. I'm letting him have his moment while he's Scarecrow. <laughs> we're not going to Scarecrow. You can't just say Scarecrow and expect I, Scarecrow I, to happen. I can absolutely do that. It's... We're on record. Worked before. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's one from one of the last shorts we saw, and it's one that Mark referenced like right at the top of this segment. Uh, Maggie May. Oh, I liked. I mean, I, I didn't really reference it. I sang it off mic. You sang. That wasn't really off <laughs> I mic. I think it was. Pro- Wake up, Maggie. Well, I, and the funny part. What do you mean by off mic? Is it's not in the episode. When we when we heard like Maggie is such a particular. He's name, ignoring it. He's plowing past. When, I'm plowing past it. When we first. <laughs> saw the name of the short we started singing rod stewart to each other as you should and then it ended up happening they ended up yeah they ended up actually using rod stewart as a anyway what what i what i liked in particular about this one is that the villain is a villain because of her inaction which is very atypical but it's all she's also one of the most detestable people i've ever laid eyes on she's terrible but she is totally she is a villain because she is completely inactive yeah she is just a fucking dial tone truly awful yeah well and i they they really lay into that i mean they it's not like a subtle thing they tell you explicitly in the in the script of yes i didn't know what to do so i didn't do anything yeah and that's why she's the villain that doesn't make it worse it like it doesn't no, no 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 that that's my point is it's she's trying to excuse herself but in so doing that that the reason that line is there is so that you can see exactly how ambivalent she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that that's a super interesting thing. Oh, for sure. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Amb- yeah. Ambivalence is a cool concept. That you yeah. don't see all that. Now, all I, will that say, I was confused by this short. Like this, this there were a lot. I didn't understand the nature of a lot of the relationships. I, I ended up getting what they were going for, but it was very confusing to me for a lot of it. Oh, not to you. You understood what was happening. In this short, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like what, what, what confused you? I don't. We don't even have to get into this. This is like a whole aside. But like, opens like, on a funeral. Like, I don't know what her relationship is to Maggie. They're sisters. They're sisters. You, you're told that they're sisters. Yeah, like, there's nothing. They, are, who's, whose kids are they both? The, the, the woman who dies. They're both her kids. Yes, Spoilers. Okay. Kids. Oh my god, there was nothing confusing. Well, <laughs> then I figured it out. We're working through it. Working For through the it record, together. I asked Mark about this during the episode, and he said, yeah, I don't know. Woman who dies. Can. She has two kids. You she guys, dies. You guys mumble into your lapels, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Mark didn't know. I was <laughs> almost mid-rage during you, this You turn to me, and you go, and I shrug my shoulders, and you're like, well, Mark didn't know. I don't know. Hiccuping into the theater's bowels. Okay, I did that 
four or five times, and now I'm <laughs> uh, now I'm the villain. Yes, Mark is Best my villain. favorite villain. Mark. Yeah, okay. for sure. That's fair. All right, That's let's take us into our next category here, which is best twist. No, 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 I'm sorry. Sarah uh, goes to Piggy. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's not the one I'm picking. Sarah I don't know Piggy why we're talking so much goes. about <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was one from the Tokyo Arts Academy called Death Vendor. Wow. Uh, this one was interesting looking. D- it's A, super cool animation. That's not what this like category that. is, but I did need to bring it up. I yeah. wish everyone could see this because it's pencil drawings. Yes. I feel like they did it frame by frame, which is phenomenal. Yes. Uh, and then they interlaced like... So most of the animation is with normal gr- like graphite colored pencil on paper, and then they also had red pencil and paper that they threw like skeletons and shit on that like would pop in for a That's couple really cool. frames. That's really fucking cool. Super cool animation style. Yeah. yeah. But story wise, twist wise, this is about a kid dealing with the devil, trying to save well, just death, I guess, in general, trying to save a chicken, a hen. From being obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> From the obliteration of the chickens, trying to trying to stripe that. Um, and the way this one goes, I, I don't know. I very much liked it. It's it's it is a short. It is a very short short. It is probably what three minutes long, four minutes long. No. But the it's totally there's no dialogue, animation wise versus story. I thought it all came together very well in terms of what like the arc of the story went in. Very nice. What I like that tw- a lot. What was the twist though? Well, that would be giving away the entire point of the movie. Well, there's a category about the twist. Yeah, tell me what the twist Jesus is. Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. The twist is that the kid bargains to save this chicken's soul, and the chicken dies anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Well, this is a spoilery category. You picked it. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> there's a twist. You gotta explain what the twist is. Did we? Did category. we put up the spoiler? Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. I'm sure we did. Listener, it's, go back in time and don't listen to the thing I just said. Dude, if you didn't no one's want. gonna fucking babies aren't gonna die. It's fine. Woof. Wow. Yikes. Jack. Jimmy. <laughs> Let's pivot. Pivot from yeah, that. Okay. Get so, us out of here. I, I, I've got my actual one, but then one I'm going to talk about because we've already talked about my actual one, which is Bitten. Right? This is the one where the all very confusing. woman ends up banging her dog because it turns yes. into a man at the full moon and ends up biting her on the neck during the act of sex. And sh- spoiler, she turns into a dog. I, on the okay. Full moon. So they there's bestiality once, and then the twist is that they just reverse... It's not gender roles. So on the it's full moon, she turns roles. into a dog, and he turns into a human. Yeah, yeah. And then they just eat milk bones together on the couch. It's Fantastic. very wholesome. Fantastic. But that's not what I'm going to talk about here. Really, really. I want to talk about one. It wasn't really a story twist, but it was a twist in terms of. It what was a I bunch of people doing the twist. <laughs> Come on, baby, and let's do the twist. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh um, my God. This twist one- again. Like we did last summer. <laughs> the twist here is in what I was expecting to see and what I ended up seeing. This was a film called Ghosting the Party. And for a movie that opens with an aggressive <laughs> amount of dildos, <laughs> I was not prepared for how this movie ended. Uh, literally, you why. would never be prepared for the way this movie ended. Yeah, so this is a movie about a, 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 a couple of women who go to a Halloween party. One of them finds a, a college level party a gentleman fine. whom to whom she's attracted and he's he's dressed up like a ghost and so she crawls under his ghost sheet and starts uh, starts sucking him off and then she ghosts the party right he's about to finish and oh he finishes he finishes i mean she, they bang for a like a preposterous amount of time for distressing amount of semen all over the party and that i mean that was that was the turn that was the point there's a there's a lot there's there's a lot there's, there's a lot and there's, there's like lot. machine gun sound effects at certain points too <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing yeah. yeah i was not prepared for that so that's gonna get my twist award i guess twist again <laughs> like we did last year jake yeah you did it it was good um i agree with both of your takes uh, I'm going to go ahead and mention another one just so we can get some more in here called Road Trash, which was one of oh, the yeah. last okay. shorts we saw. I like this one because it doesn't 
give you anything that would make you think there's going to be a twist until the very end, which is how some twists are executed. Okay, so what does it, what does it give you? Yeah, I mean, this is one that's about a woman who has a particular thing for, like, burying things that she finds that are dead along the side of the road. There's nothing that's too preposterous about that. But in the end, she contracts rabies, and she's the one who dies. Yep. Uh, and it's right there at the end. That's like, oh, by the way, this is a caution, and they say it. It's, it's executed <laughs> yeah, way there's a narrator. more surprisingly than yeah, what yeah, you yeah. just. Yeah. Well, it's hard to articulate exactly how that hits you, but yeah. at the end, it's like there's a narrator that is like, this is a the, cautionary tale because she got rabies. Jokes on her. Uh, the the narrator in this case is Heather Langenkamp. We should probably mention. Yes. That. Yeah. Holy of Nightmare shit. on Elm Street fame. Yeah. 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 That's a good, 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 good. Point. Shows up random cameo. That's nice. Yeah. Very nice. Is this still a cameo if you're not actually... I mean, she's narrating. She's it, not actually like, physically... Narration moving. counts as a cameo. Okay. Oh, it was a cameo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. Tides Granted. Tides, 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 tides. That's going to take us to the most novel and or unique. Oh, God. And I think we're going we're gonna to rehash some shit here. Obliteration of the chickens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, on your honorary award of the entire festival is... But also, Gwilliam. <laughs> is is Gwilliam shared with Obliteration of the Chickens? Those are the two most things. Okay, so let's pick something that isn't Gwilliam and, and or the Obliteration of the Chickens. The what the fuck segment? That's, that's <laughs> always the best. Guess what we're attracted to? TF. <laughs> we're attracted to the fuck. Well, if we're going to talk about one we haven't mentioned yet, which is hard, because I want to give it to a lot of the ones we've already talked about, right? I mean, Helminth belongs on that list. There's so much stuff. But I want to talk about Bad Hair, which is a body horror movie that we haven't talked about yet, or a body horror short. Anyway, it's about a guy who's like at first trying to pop pimples. Yep. But then when he pops a pimple, it turns out he's getting some hair. He's a balding guy and he's popping the pimple on top of his head and some hair comes out. So he pops a lot more pimples on his head and it's pretty upsetting. Really different. Haven't seen anything like this and haven't seen like body horror done in this way, which is kind of also like uh, his own hubris, not hubris, but his own narcissism is what leads to the downfall. In this one, right? He wants the hair back, so he continues to do this stuff. So, pretty unique. That's what I'm going with for this one. Okay. I'm going to go with a slightly less popular choice. Okay. There's a... Um, There's a movie, I believe it was called Ghostman's. (laughs) Yes. It was called Ghostman's. And Ghostman... Why are you doing this? Because it's literally the most unique one of the. Like, you're never going to see anything like this. This is the one that got zero claps. I look, Jake. You and I tried to clap a little bit during it. This and, uh, one is not a popularity category. This is a I most novel and unique category. This. I mean, this was unique. This Holy was a shit. visual ballet of it was people animated in, in some variety. It was. It was this very strange. I don't even know if it was animated or I don't know. I frankly, I have no idea how they this shot was this. animated in some variety. There was. It was just sheets. Of people oh doing ballet, but I not think. even sheets. This was like this was like little bits of confetti. This, like that, little... this is this is how unique it was. I literally can't explain it to it you. It felt like a Fantasia part. Yes, it felt exactly like a Fantasia bum, part. Bum, 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 yes, it did. Yeah, I was with ghosts, really but with expecting ape like there to be a turn in this one where it ended up being a kid throwing bits of confetti up. Or something. Uh, sure. yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was just a weird nothing visual experiment, yeah. and that I mean, is it why it was beautiful. And well, and that is why it's the most unique. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I I can't. Yeah, prove exactly. me wrong, kids. <laughs> prove me prove wrong, me Jake. Wrong, Jacopo. Tell us yours. I hate going back to ones we've already talked about, but I'm having a really hard time not giving it to I Am the Doorway. Yeah, I mean that's a I, cool I, fucking I, interdimensional. I really like. Sci-fi, right, most novel, unique here. I We're in a different category. That yeah. was, and I think my take on this ultimately is that it was wholly different from what we saw over the last three days. Like that was the that was stood one. apart. There weren't takes like that. Like it was. Oh God, that's a fucking fantasy point for you guys. <laughs> You're saying takes a lot. Damn it, fuck. Uh, in any case, yeah, no, the sci-fi element of that and the Lovecraftian part. The interdimensional space thing just it it did not happen. In I this do film I do kind of like that you're talking about how unique it is, and then immediately saying all of the things that it references. <laughs> but I know, but I, I'm trying to explain why it's unique, and my unique take is that it is. Oh my <laughs> His god, take is unique. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's add a cor- add a category. What's the most unique take we've had? My take on why it is unique <laughs> is that there were my not, take on why it's a unique take. There were not. We saw, like, I don't know, what, 60 shorts? At least. 
and none of them were remotely like this one. This was the I most mean, fair, yeah. unique it, among those, other than the ones that were intentionally fucking weird. It's deliberative and eerie and icky. Yeah. 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 All of the above. So that's why I, I, I'm just, I, I keep going back to that one. I gotta do it. For sure. I like that. But shorts weren't the only thing we saw this weekend, boys. We also watched a couple of feature-length films. We've kind of briefly mentioned mm. both of them. Mm. One of them being Dan Myrick's new film, Skyman, or Skyman, as we've... Uh, it's literally impossible to not call it Skyman after you've called it Skyman once, I've found. Yeah. yeah. I've you do that one time as a joke, and it ruins your and, whole life. Yeah, no, I can't stop. Curses you, yeah. And the other one was Chelsea Stardust's uh, feature-length flick, Satanic Panic. Yes, which she has been screening... Around the United States, and I, I actually, this was the last domestic screening that we saw. Yeah. Now it's going international and going on Blu-ray, and I don't know if it's VOD quite yet, but you're going to get this in pretty the next soon. week. You can, yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure you can go out and find it right now. I was I was screening this you, beforehand. You can find but, it. Yeah. 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 For sure. And you should. Yeah. Now, Skyman's a little bit different. That's way yeah, a little ways away. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's still tweaking it. That, it's not th- even this was cut. a this was a fill out the paper to tell me what to do with my cuts. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. we this were we were legitimately the first test. A audience. true yeah. test. We were the first test yeah. audience. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. sorry. Yeah, but we but all love to did, talk about it. I understand. Myrick yeah. did say we can say whatever the fuck we want. So yeah. uh, cool movie, <laughs> really cool movie. Yeah, let's talk about Skyman first. Yeah. Okay. All right. So right up front, not particularly a horror movie. It's a no. Myrick themed sci fi alien chaser movie. It is a docudrama, self admittedly. Right. Yep. And there are horror elements to it. Like, there are like, things that go bump in the night elements to it. Aliens, they come aliens, to us, Jack. Aliens, they come to us elements to it. But this isn't really a horror movie. No. It's no, a character it's, study. Yeah, it, for exactly. Sure. It's a character study. It's it's not the found footage that you're used to seeing in Blair Witch, in where it's filmed by the people of the actual movie. This is a documentary shot by... Myrick is himself a character in this movie because yes. he is technically the film crew for the movie, shooting it, talking to the actors who are in the movie. It's mm-hmm. it's there are many layers. Yeah, here. and so broad strokes, this is a movie about a a documentary crew making a movie about this one guy who, when he was ten years old, in like a small town in California, was visited by aliens yep. and believes like fundamentally believes that they're going to come back for him 30 years from that date. Yes. So on his 40th birthday, he's like prepping to go meet the aliens out in the desert where he saw him the first time. Yes. And, and he's, he lives in a full-on survival shelter. He is, that, a, he is a prepper. He's like, a prepper. Yeah, 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 yeah. on prepping. He is a prepper. Yeah. Like, it is exactly what he is. 100%. Yeah. There's yeah. two shipping containers out in the desert, one that he lives in and one that's full of vacuum-sealed food containers that he eats from. Yeah. But also, Whoa. like, for how much of a, you know, kind of a weirdo he is, he's still a really relatable character and guy, which is something that's common to, like, Myrick's movies, this kind of character thing. Right? Relatable in the way that he's authentic. I, I mean, I'm not sure I would say I relate to this person who is yeah, no, probably, like, legitimately crazy. But well, maybe not, somewhere on the spectrum. I, he's, like he's, I, I mean, it was, I mean, I'm going to pull right from what Myrick was saying. It's he wants this character is someone who is on the Asperger's spectrum. Like, sure. You have that person. Yeah. And that's. I thought he did a tremendous job of that. He's not relatable in the way that Mark was just saying, like literally not relatable, but believable, like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. But anyway, did a fantastic job. Really, really cool character, really believable character throughout. And the thing, I mean, there's, there's five total characters in this whole movie that you ever interact with at all. Right. I don't even think there's five. There's three, right? Mm, Uh, I guess you could add, you could make it five if you really wanted to get the mother. Yeah. There's there's three there really main characters. Three characters. There are three characters. Yeah, yeah. That Which you, that you that you sounds familiar. <laughs> have three characters in a Myrick movie, huh? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I really, really liked this movie. It is a slow burn, and it's not even really a burn because it's not a horror movie. So there's no like it burns. It's just slow. Yeah, I, like the movie. Yes, it. You know, you need to know what you're getting yourself into. If you can deal with a slow burn, then I think that you're going to find a lot to like here. But if you need action, this is not going to be your movie, and that's fine. And if you want to hear more about it, we actually do have an interview with Daniel Myrick. Dan Myrick. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> big Danny D. <laughs> big, big D Diesel. Uh, big Dub Diesel. That'll also one. be in our feed coming out. A dip off, you know, it's one episode from here. Just scroll up yeah, or down, depending there. on what it's app somewhere. you're using. Yeah. Uh, we talk at length about Blair Witch Project, and we talk at length about Skyman. Yeah, agreed. You yeah. should you should listen to it, Dan. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's a really I like him a lot. Second I mean, time here. 
this movie was was also really well made. I mean, like if, whether you like well, the slow burn or yeah. not, it was really well put together, really well made. A lot of attention to detail. Yeah, Random got... side note that we don't need to linger on. Uh, music by Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan? <laughs> Billy Corgan. Tickling them ivories? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. random or- orchestral score by yeah. Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins fame. Yeah, it was yeah. like a half second bullet point. Very strange, yeah, but awesome. Yeah. Really hey, what, really what cool. was the other feature length film we watched? The other one we watched was Satanic Panic by Chelsea Stardust. In the attic. Satanic Panic, if you want to see it, I, we, we talked about this earlier. You get it, it. It is available. It's going to be more available here soon. Uh, this is Chelsea Stardust's second feature length film, yep. and it covers the odyssey of a pizza delivery woman uh, <laughs> delivering pizza to a cult. And trying yes. to get a tip, and then the, they realize she's a virgin, and shit unravels and from there. try to sacrifice her to bath with it. Uh, not to toot our own horn, but we did cover this in our most recent horror release roundup. Hey, uh, So if you want to see the trailer, uh, you know, go to our website, go do that, or just Google Satanic Panic trailer, probably, because Satanic Panic's a larger term than just the movie. But Yes. Uh, I, thing. It's a horror comedy about being hunted by a cult, essentially, if we were to boil it down to its roots. Yeah, the humor in this one's on point. I like I was I wasn't skeptical, but you always walk into these that you have heard are hitting on the humor side of things, right. wondering how they're gonna land with you. Yeah. The first third in particular we both, Mark and I, hilarious, rolling, <laughs> rolling. Like this was unbelievably funny. I, all of the acting in this movie is well. Look, awesome. We, we get into a little bit of this more with Chelsea Stars when we talk to her in the interview. But yeah. like, she was Judd Apatow's assistant for several. Yeah, years. she's so, come. Like, she's, she's come from that she's humor got side, and now yeah. she's finally getting her chance to do what she does. And it is the product is. <laughs> worth watching go and go and seek it out it's not going to be hard to find by the time you hear this podcast for sure i mean I, you say this and she did say that she learned a bit from those directors so yeah she, she worked with apatow she worked with uh the guy who directed ghostbusters and some other shit too <laughs> obviously there's some fucking chops there in the background but yep. she also took a very unique stand like learn from those people bring your own unique stance to the films that you make yep. and that's exactly what she did there's the, this was also written by grady hendrix who she could not i i don't want to she said a lot of good she, things she about said Grady. a lot yeah. of good things yeah. about this guy yeah um he clearly did his research on what the, the things that you see when you're out on a pizza delivery route are yes <laughs> uh there is a sweater that smells like racism in this movie which is one of the best props i've ever seen ever yeah. um well the other thing she said that was really interesting during her like panel after the screening of the movie was that she really paid attention to how careful you have to be in a horror comedy with the balance of like too much comedy and you're not really wanting to watch that not enough comedy and that's not fun either so like that balance is critical agreed yeah i think the one thing that like definitely no slight on the movie but i felt like there was a like so much humor at the start and then shit gets real and it has to but it's such a it's such a shift from the humor that we see with like okay. her, her pizza yeah. shilling cohort. You go out a delivery boy and you there. come back a delivery man. Come back a delivery man. <laughs> when she actually ends up like in the bowels of this cult's summoning, there is a necessary but noticeable lack of humor at a certain point. And that's not to say it's not humorous. It still is. Like it, it carries. It's pervasive. But there is a shift here. And I think that it is ultimately for the best but it's noticeable so it's just kind of one of those interesting ones that you typically get when you have a very heavily humorous horror flick side note pretty solid cast too you got oh yeah uh you got rebecca romaine kind of headlining this thing as as she does great yep obviously uh and as the two protagonists you have Haley griffith and ruby modine ruby modine you'd recognize from happy death day yep oh shit and happy happy death day to what was the sequel called happy death day to you nailed it okay i i i I said it and then it sounded wrong but i got there yeah that's the usual you know Uh, most of my most of my energy with that movie is devoted to remembering that the protagonist's name is tree yeah uh you also have jerry o'connell providing a one day on set cameo that they used (laughs) to perfection uh running look he's running around as tidy whitey so that's that's basically his whole role is just tidy whitey what we're saying is go watch this movie 
It was. It was. Oh yeah, definitely see this movie. At its worst, it was very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, at worst, <laughs> very good. That's that awesome. yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see that, it like we said already, you can go out, you can find it. It's available on digital format. If you want to get it on VHS, you can probably now do that too. Though you can r- roughly around the time that we release this podcast, and, you will be able to get it on VHS or DVD. Chelsea, or like we don't know, it might even be like cool, like blood splattered VHS. Plastic. It's possible. What, she, what a phenomenal interview. She was very friendly. That and, was so fucking fun. Yeah, no, it was a good time. Yeah, was look for that interview coming out real soon. Look for our interview with Daniel Myrick coming out real soon. And all of them. All of them. All of them yeah, are real soon. For all of them. They're all really fun. And if you're like a year from now and you're coming back and listening to this, then it's probably going to be like one or two. Just just scroll up a You'll little bit. You'll be able to find it. I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's, It'll be adjacent to this It one. won't be hard. <laughs> you can also check out the description in the uh, like the episode description to find out like links to all the shit we're talking about here. Yes, because um, like, again, and I can't state this like more specifically, we were told that these shorts that we just awarded yeah. are all going to be in a single repository link. Yeah. And they're all worth watching. They're horror shorts, man. They're yeah. so fun. But seek out the ones we talk about. Yeah, definitely. If definitely. you're short on time. <laughs> but to wrap up the Film Festival, boys, good time. Idaho Horror Film Festival 2019. This is their sixth year. This is the third year we've been there. They treat us very well and we appreciate all of them it's it's such a good time every it's time such a here. fucking fantastic time I, I like tweeted about this a bunch but like if you're Best remotely time of the year. near Boise and you're not coming to do this you're really stupid well that's, a, that's rude literally you're I making mean, a mistake and you have an opportunity yeah to fix it because they're going to keep going Swing yes. by one. Swing by one of the local breweries and just watch the screening of Carrie or whatever they have up on the wall, and then drink some nice local beer. It's all so good. It's so much good stuff. Yeah, and then do good. all the rest of it too. And yeah. yeah, and then do all the rest of it too. Yeah. So thank you to the Idaho Film Festival yes. and all the people that make that happen. Check out all those links in the description below. And thanks for hanging out with us here. Uh, we'll be back at you in the next couple of days with interviews with both Dan Myrick and Chelsea Stardust. And then regular programming after that. Yeah, then we're right back to the October program. So until next week, grab some beers. Grab some buddies. How do you not know what this goes like? Can I do it? I, Can I yeah, please, please do it? Please, you're the guy. I hate having to do it. Check this out. <laughs> Show me Here how it comes. comes. Show <laughs> me something <laughs> special. <laughs> until next week, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Grab its back, everybody. Yeah. Big butt, you know, that's that's who's <laughs> keeping us down. Yep.